Hi there, and welcome along to this lesser journey of a road traveled. My name is Mickey James, podcaster, motivational speaker, DJ, and creator of the Gardener Wellbeing podcast series. I've specifically created this series of episodes as an insight for you guys to journey with me into my personal life. As we uncover the challenges I face on any given day, look at how I process them and look at how I use them constructively in my life to restructure my life and to be the best version of myself. Today's episode follows on from what we have been talking about in recent times of the the whole um, looking at self in situations, understanding your own character defects and looking at the challenges that I've been facing with regards to drawing a line in the sand and how people were pressing my buttons and how I had to stop myself and not react and things like that. So life moves on and life presents its own sets of challenges, which I have been faced with this week. Um, And this is the whole thing of rejection. Okay. I'm entitling this episode rejection hurts because it was a statement that was made in a, a meeting I was on this morning and I went, I have to use that one. I really, really do. So, okay. Just to give you a bit of an insight into this. Um, when I was in college, we did this one specific module and there was a class where we were talking about resilience. Sadly, I am not able to refer back to the notes that were made in that class because I just sat there looking up with a big beaming grin on my face. And the the lecturer Turrena said to me afterwards, she said, I have to understand what was going on in your head. She said, I have to ask you what was going on in your head. I said, well, every pillar that you've mentioned, I have lived it. Okay, so I'm going to describe this in a more grammatical and graphic way as the way it has impacted in my life. The first part we get hit down and um life becomes very unfair life is unfair this is the way it always has been with me it's never going to get any better i'm going to go through and you know this is just the way it is for me uh life dealt me a bad hand of cards and i can't you know it's like um this is my destination i'm just going to be a worthless nobody my entire life um you know, I look at other people and they're, they're going on about, um, I really admire them. I'm never going to be like that. I'm never going to be that good. I would never, never be like that. You, you get hit down and you find very, very difficult to find any good in life whatsoever. Uh, life has always dealt you a bad hand of cards. And I'm actually seeing that even to this day just on how blinded I have been by that that side of getting hit down, having your, your face pushed into the mud all the time and being down in the gutter. The second part is more of a, well, you know, I'm kind of down here at the moment. Um, I'm accepting that this is just the way it's going to be for me my entire life. Um, you know, I'm going to try and do the best that I can in any given situation. I have to keep my expectations zero. That way I can't be disappointed. You know, I've accepted the fact that I'm going to get hit down all the time. Um, 
I'm going to get setbacks all the time. I'm never going to be as good as what I, I need to be. I'm never going to be good enough to be doing all this stuff. Um, that's fine with me. You know, it's, it's okay. It's good enough for what I need to do. And then you've got the third part, which is the part that I do remember, and it's called resilience. Okay. And resilience is like what I'm practicing now and what I'm going to be talking about now. It's like, okay, lads, you've hit me down. Get yourself up, brush yourself, look at, into the face of adversity, shrug the dust off your shoulders and go, you've got to be stronger than that to try and hit me down. And that is exactly where I am right now. Okay, and uh, I'm going to talk a little more about how my resilience has kicked in this last week, how I have faced adversity head on and gone, do you know something now? I'm worthy of more than this. I really, really am. And people really admire that kind of presence from me, how I can actually turn in the face of adversity, smile at it and go, bring it on, boy. Come on, give it your best shot. You've got to be stronger than that to hit me down. And it normally turns on its heel and runs because adversity is like a bully. Um, it wants to hit you down all the time. It wants to challenge you. And it, when you stand up and fight it, it was like, um, you know, you're not going to scare me. You really ain't going to scare me. It turns and it has nowhere to go. And it's going, I don't want to know you. So, okay, this is where I'm at. I have um, just finished a college course, which is, to all intents and purposes, the polar opposite to what I studied in and what I do in the way of health and leisure. Um, however, it is an avenue which is going to serve me well because like I had this idea 12 months ago that I wanted to set up a repair business for fit the fitness industry that um, I wanted to go around servicing equipment and things like that. And there was one problem. I had no skill set in the way of welding or thing, anything else like that. And today I do. I did a course there, a 20 week basic course in welding. I have a number of disciplines behind me and, um, you know, I have fulfilled a lifelong dream because I always had an ambition in cars and doing up vehicles and putting panels in and patch panels and things like that, because my cars were always rusting out and I never had the skill set to do it. I really never. And, um, you know, I have that skill set now. I have the qualification. I know how to do this, the practice and everything else like that. Um, so the course is finished and it leads on into an intermediate course and then into a coded pipe. And like there is the opportunity of making a good wage. OK. And I heard the same kind of tone of voice when I was on this course, as I was in every educational establishment I've been into, there is plenty of work out there. They're, they're crying out for people. You're going to get a job in industry and everything else like that afterwards. And um, I had kept that in mind and I'm there going, OK, I'm keeping my options open now. What do I actually want to do? The other option that I had was to kind of pursue um a low shelf career option uh, to get me money to go on and do my master's in um, the university. Uh, and uh, that was it within the healthcare and social care sector. I had a, a meaningful job 
in that industry um, until, you know, like things went astray there earlier this year. And what it made me realize afterwards is applying for jobs. Um, these guys actually floated the rules uh, to suit themselves. And I say that in a generalistic kind of way because there are a certain level of criteria that needs to be met to gain employment within this industry. Um, I don't have a minimum level five healthcare or social care qualification. I have a level eight health and leisure degree. The two do kind of intertwine and overlap each other, but there is this thing of nursing and patient handling, which I do not have. Okay. And that, it, they're the two areas that really kind of stand against me and say to people, well, you know, you don't have this qualification to work in this sector. However, I do have qualification to uh, use uh, manual handling and patient handling because I have done that with health and leisure and massage. I have also uh, got unrecognized qualification with using a, a sling and a manual hoist or hydraulic hoist when my father was alive. And I had to learn how to do that. Um, and I said to the nurses, they went, well, we've trained for years to do this. I said, well, I've got less than three days and I'm working with this guy on my own. So train me, you know, um, don't come out with these excuses. I need to know this stuff. And, um, you know, I still understand how to use that. That is so ingrained into my life that I remember years on that I was asked about um, using a hoist, a manual hoist, and I was able to help them out and, um, you know, to show people how to use this, this, this hoist. And that was in a hospital environment. And it was really, really good to be able to do it. However, that kind of shuts the door in my face in that respect. And I applied to do this healthcare assistance qualification. I was at the interview there on Tuesday and um, it was going down a very kind of, you know, dismissive route. We really don't want you in on this uh, whatsoever. We're asking you all these all kinds of very awkward questions. And I'm very familiar to that kind of re reception because it's like, um, okay. And I said, well, look, what I would like to do is keep my options open, okay? Make the decision based on what is right. Um, they took that decision away from me by giving me the email saying, thank you for your interview. Uh, I'm sorry you're not successful on this occasion. And it started opening the floodgates of, here we go again, okay? Here we go again. So... Second day, I went in for the intermediate welding course and I um, interviewed pretty much by one of the same people from the admissions office that I had been the day before. And the general conversation started out, uh, well, you're finishing up work placement. I said, actually, I'm not because I am. I had to quit my work placement. Um, there was a lot of health and safety issues around there. and My physical uh, self, I couldn't. And then that was their opportunity to step in and say, we don't want you on this course. This is not going to be the right course for you. We're going to be, you're going to be doing a lot more heavy lifting. And I was there going, no, you're not. I said, the cubicles you, you have for us to weld in are three foot wide. I said, I will not be asked to lug six. Oh, yes, you will. I said, so basically at the, end, the start of the course, I said, you 
put us through a manual handling course where it specifically says that you're not to carry anything more than what you feel fit or what you can physically manage to carry. I said, that goes out the window. And they're going, I goes, yeah, I've got you right here right now. So I'm not going to be carrying anything more than I can physically possibly. But that's not the nature of the job. That's not the nature of the job. And I got them backed into a corner and basically um, they started then using the, the uh, theoretical knowledge. And I turned around and said, please do not insult my integrity. I have a level eight honours degree behind my back. I said, you're, you're a college of further education. You deal maximum level six. I have a level eight. And I'm sorry, I'm putting in the snobbery on this one. I'm looking on doing a level nine in um, a health discipline or in the way of physiotherapy. And I'm looking on to do a PhD in biomechanics and kinesiology and especially in the way of neuroscience. Um, don't say that I don't have the capacity to do that because you subjected me to a computer course where it was like, this is how you turn on a computer. And I went, really, do I have to be here? Yes, you have to be here. This is part of it. Okay, we'll just play along with it. So anyway, um, I decided then to go and make a, a, a meaningful investigation into a company that has been advertising recently for people with qualifications that I have. And I turned up there at the doorstep yesterday and your man come down and I went, well, you're Joe, yeah, I... I shook his hand and it, it was like this guy become a quivering wreck. Oh, I don't shake people's hands because of COVID. And I'm going, okay, no bother. Uh, well, I'm after a job. You're advertising for welders. You go, I'm nothing, nothing there for you. Nothing there for you. I went, do you know exactly what qualifications I have? Well, I know you was looking for work placement and this, that and the other. And he starts being very dismissive towards me. I goes, yeah, but I actually do have, I actually do have qualifications in TIG welding for stainless steel and I am actually pretty handy at the old stainless welding. Uh not not all those positions are filled, all those positions are filled. I'm like, really? Um well when I actually in, in, inquired to you about the work placement, you told me that the only place that you had was Abbey Field, which is like a 90 kilometer round trip. And I explained to you that I have a very limited budget to get there. So if you was that desperate for people to go and work for you you would have honored me that 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 commitment of saying well i'll pay your diesel um and he's there going oh uh 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 and starts blundering i said also i said on your wall outside i said you have welders wanted general operatives wanted apply within i said that sign is on your wall outside i said so i'm inquiring about a welding job we have nothing going for you I went, so, yeah, no problems whatsoever. He says, the girl that needs to talk to you is, is off at the moment. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday. And I went, right, okay, that's the very same person that I phoned up and they got me to phone you. I've never spoken to you in my life. I went, can I just pull out my phone? That call log actually shows otherwise. And he was there going, oh. Um, I said, yeah, there's a different attitude now you've met me in the flesh, I said, um, to when we spoke on the phone. I said, it's no problems whatsoever. Have a nice day. You take it easy. Now, I walked down the road and I 
come back home and uh, I sat down and I set about writing an email to the college and I went, well, do you know something now? Um, you know, I've heard this all before about there's plenty of work out there. And uh, when I go applying for jobs, there seems to be uh, you turned on your heel. Uh, no, thank you very much. We need time served. We need time served qualification. And then I get a very, very interesting email back and going, well, um, you know, I have to take this up on this. I have to make this up on uh, take this up and um you know um this is very very severe because the qualification you have is an internationally recognized qualification I went yeah but don't forget you're down in Kerry no I have to take this up and I also mentioned about the dismissive attitude from the uh, from the the admissions board and I got one person within my world that has actually stood and fought my corner and went, you know, we're not accepting this whole dismissive attitude. I don't look at people with regards to um, gender equality or gender inequality. I just see people who can do a job. And uh, this is my instructor who has, I have to say, has been very, very supportive of me. Okay. That all aside situations happened i have um come down to earth and i've realized okay so you have a different set of challenges facing you right here right now um you're not going to get the financial gain that you was from an employer um so what measures are you going to do to create this so i put the ball back in my court how are we going to use this whole thing of resilience look into the face of adversity and go you ain't getting me down. You really ain't getting me down. Well, as it is at this time of moment, I'm currently establishing a, a business in the way of media and community radio and mobile DJing and um, living another one of those dreams that I've always looked on living. I am looking on the right ways to go about promoting events and things like that and yes this is the deepest darkest depths of Kerry where um you know the the philosophy is that inbreeding is best kept in a family and I say that in a very flippant way but it is kind of true they they don't want to to veer from their their normal little lives because anything new is always um kind of frowned upon okay and um you know that is what we're facing that is what we're facing. And this whole thing of, yes, we are desperate for staff, but I'm sorry, we can't take anybody else like on, like for you. Um, having a sense of value on oneself and realizing that um, a number of factors when you get faced with this whole thing of adversity within your world, having doors shut in your face, that become quite a popular statement there yesterday. And a bit of a joke saying, you know, we're going to have to get this sound effect with door slamming in face to do a documentary type thing. And I went, why not do it? You know, do it. Um, so I am looking now at um, other avenues of where I need to be. Right. So having a sense of self-belief. And having a belief that what is meant for you will never pass you by is something that has kept me going. Realizing that when I went through college and I made a statement to my head of department, 
that um, I keep my expectations at zero, therefore I can't be disappointed. And being told absolute rubbish, you need to set your scopes higher because you have meaningfully and gainfully, uh, meaningly attained a qualification that enables you to look deeper within yourself and expect more. It might not come to you straight away, but expect more. And I'm there going right here, right now going, I understand what that is all about. I really do understand what that is all about. So I am currently working on um, a lot of stuff at the moment to uh, get this business up and running. And there have been a lot of doubts within my mind. I've woken up various mornings going, well, what happens if this fails? Well, the bottom line is if this fails, we've had fun in doing it. Okay. We just continue on as a little internet radio station and um, we just kind of build on from there. Uh, I think that there is a massive benefit to society and the community by doing this whole thing and what i have been observing there in recent times is the general attitude and sensing the high levels of fear that are ingrained into society post-covid um and judging that and looking at that and going well you know this will actually create a whole different um, ethos to uh, opportunity that we can create something that will benefit people in time to come and uh, we can unite people within their little diverse communities and I know what it's like to be that diverse and people saying whoa best of luck buddy door shut in your face I've had it my entire life I could look at it as saying I've been dealt with a bad hand of cards and it's like I understand today that the the put downs I had in the past were actually lessons that I need to learn for myself now going forwards that I can turn up round to the face of adversity, get back up, smile at it, dust myself down and keep going. That my levels of resilience are such that I can do that. I can do that and it's very very inspirational to the people that really really matter within my life and this is something that come up in my my thought process there in recent times you know those people who matter within my life really do not mind what I do and those people who don't matter within my life they really they they, they try to push themselves into what you're doing and understand a bit more about I get a message from somebody who used to be a friend of mine and going, well, um, what did you do in college? I said, well, if you don't, don't know exactly know what I did in college and what I've studied in recent times, then um, I ain't going to tell you. I really ain't going to tell you because like, you're, that's not significant to our relationship. Um, and you've just proven yourself to say, well, I'm only interested in one side of this. I'm not interested in what you can bring to the table. Um, so I'm scaling back the whole friendship thing with people who really have no significance within my life and living that whole thing is saying, well, I'm drawing the line in the sand. If you deserve my skill set and my knowledge, then you're going to see that. 
you're going to take this on board. But in the meantime, you know, I'm actually not that bothered by the financial gains that are being offered because I'm so used to um, this whole thing of being knocked back and told, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, but... I'm so used to getting that. And I, I put it in an email there yesterday to the college and I turned around and said to them, look, I know I'm going to get hit back with this one. Thanks. No, thanks. I'm out of here, you know. Um, and it's kind of in review and in process at the moment. And look, it is what it is, right? I'm only along for the ride right now. I will um, be along for the ride i'm not gonna stress myself um into into anything that i don't need to stress over i can focus my energies on what needs to be focused on and kind of reflecting back on this whole process this is an important factor within our worlds is that whole thing of reflection back where am i right now how is this going to strengthen me going forwards? How is it going to impact me going forwards? How has it impacted me on a negative basis? Looking at both sides of the coin. Looking at both sides of the coin. How has this impacted me going forwards? How is it going to impact me um, emotionally? And um, yes, it might be another emotional scar. And looking at that and saying, well, look, I have faced another challenge within my life i have been resilient within my actions i've got back up i've dusted myself off i've kept going i've made myself even more determined to carry on um you know i've accepted that this is the way things are right now and um it's okay too you know nothing will ever pass me by that is not meant for me and um you know it's like um, I'm going to focus on the meaningful things that need my immediate attention, not kind of dwell on the things that have passed me by that really don't deserve my attention. Um, and so many people get caught up in that kind of trap of getting hit down and going, oh, well, you know, this is what, the way it's always going to be. I wrote the book on it, okay? I have lived that my entire life. I've lived those three pillars of getting hit down and facing adversity and things like that. And um, today I, I am on that other side where resilience has become a big part of my life by being constantly hit down. Um, I see it with other people who are going through the same kind of challenges and you're there to say to them, Listen, keep going with it. Yes, it might not be where you want to be right now, but just keep going with it, okay? You're going to achieve your goals. Listening to people talking um, and using me as a reference point of my utter determination to bounce back when things go wrong. And it's like, hang on, whoa, hey, hey, I don't want to be the focus of this, you know? But it humbles me enough to turn around and say, you know, I have that impact with people, with other people's lives. And that for me is, it's a great honor and achievement to, to be able to do this kind of thing. 
It really, really is. I mean, the whole thing that I have been doing in recent times with regards to the community radio. Now, there was a bit of a joke made there um, that it's all about me. And I turned around and said, yeah, it's all about me because this is my vision for you guys going forwards. I said, no, I had a meeting yesterday with the three guys or the three of us that are spearheading and channeling this, this project forwards um this whole community radio thing forwards and um the other two had meet, met for the first time in person there yesterday and i was in the center when they both were saying how i had impacted their lives and how if it wasn't for me going forwards they would never have been in this and i'm going whoa this is really really powerful i have had this from each channel before but now you've got it in stereo now you have got this in stereo and this is driving me forwards to to pushing that on who is mickey james right now uh and this is the question that a lot of people were asking i have faced so much adversity within my world that i am not going to let this impact or affect another person if i can save another person from having to face the misery and the torment that i've had to face so be it that is what my job is all about and like that going forwards, it's finding a new set of challenges to uh, to go on and to try and make this work and to try and put this into the action that it deserves. So with that said, I am out of here. I'm going on now to doing the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. I am going to put a, a first episode out because we are the 1st of July and um, I'm not going to give too much away on that, but it is going to go into a bit of detail on um, society and how uh, we have changed as a result of COVID. So go check that one out. Until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening and uh, take care.